listening to the Crude Audacity Podcast, the podcast that talks shop, shit, and strategy for oil, energy, and politics. Here's your host, Catherine Mills. Hey folks, thanks so much for tuning in to the Crude Audacity Podcast. Today's topic is full of that Colorado lunacy we all know and love so well. Today, we talk meat, because it's what's for dinner on March 20th. Whilst the nightly news has been obsessed with reporting what we already knew to be true, that being the intentional misrepresentation of COVID-related deaths up in the great state of New York by America's very own golden calf, Mr. Andrew Cuomo. Yeah, while all that's been going on, it seems that Colorado's governor, old Jerry Polis, is sick of sitting backstage. Rather, he needed to shake things up in the most ridiculous of ways possible to get a little more of the spotlight. So earlier this week, it was announced by our very loving governor that we now have a statewide meat-free holiday. What do you call it, you ask? Oh, how about meat out day? I mean, what? (laughs) It's amazing. Vegans rejoice. Did y'all see that clip of PETA walking through the grocery store placing roses on steaks? I mean, wow. (laughs) Just wow that we are so fortunate to be alive in these times. Y'all, Colorado was built on meat and agriculture. If you do not know this or if you disagree with this, I strongly suggest you do a mild little Google search with that argument of yours. The governor claims that this meatless holiday is an effort to teach his constituents about healthier, meat-free diets. Have you seen Jared Polis? I mean, really, have, have any of y'all like looked him up? There ain't nothing about that man's diet, literally or figuratively, that is meat-free. Read between the lines, trust me. Really, this effort began back in 1985 when a bunch of delusional vegans who wanted the world to embrace their ways and put down the bacon, they all got together and said, you know what the world needs? A holiday without meat. So they pushed their agenda on states, cities, mayors, Democratic politicians, lobbyists across America to turn their back on the protein industry. And while self-proclaimed elites here in Colorado are dumb enough to claim that our own Jer Bear, he has made history, y'all. I mean, glory be, he has made history. The truth is that this effort started way before him, and it's just a democratic push to control your life. For Colorado, the meaty side of agriculture is reported to be approximately a $5 billion revenue stream for the state. And I believe that the agriculture sector overall generates well above $40 billion a year. You know what goes great with a slice of beef? I'm going to say a barrel of oil. And it sounds like old Jer Bear has a new target for the demise of Colorado. So up in the hippie mile high liberal state, what has been the response? Well, as you can imagine, the vegans are so happy they're just wallowing in the mud. But outside of that, not too many from the general democratic public have really been overly enthused by this ridiculous dictate. And that ladies and gentlemen happens 
when you are not voted into office, when you buy your way into office, and when the general public, because I still maintain that Colorado is actually a red state, but they don't support your initiatives, your agenda, and you sure as hell don't represent the people of Colorado. The red side of Colorado have taken full advantage of this laughable set of circumstances, proclaiming that March 20th is in fact meet in. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Much like Wyoming with Weld County, Oklahoma has gotten on board as well. And they, with open arms, are welcoming and supporting the protein pioneers of Colorado. And it's leaving Jerry a little scared. But the reality is, is the left ain't fooling no one with this polis proclamation. The language in the governor's announcement claims that the plant-based diet can... Y'all, we can protect the environment by reducing the carbon footprint, preserving forests, grasslands, wildlife habitats, and reducing the pollution of our waterways out here in glorious Colorado. Um, the agriculture business and the oil and gas business are doing that. Your people are not by any stretch of the imagination. But he goes a bit further to suggest that removing animal proteins from our diets reduces the risk of various ailments, including heart disease, high blood pressure, stroke, and various cancers. Y'all, don't forget about diabetes. Now, I know that wasn't a Colorado accent because I'm Southern and that's the only accent I can do, but... <laughs> Do we just love this narrative, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, the left sure loves it. They stick to it. They don't come up with anything new. But for one, being on the conservative constitutional side of America, I am sick of it. So what does the science actually say? Well, coming from Colorado's very own CDPHE, it has been observed that protein production across Colorado and really across the world really only counts for maybe maybe three and a half to four percent of greenhouse gas emissions and from everything i see on twitter and instagram and facebook um high protein diets can actually be very beneficial when done properly in fact any sort of diet that does not involve pop tarts and ho-hos and hot dogs can be quite beneficial it's just the narrative people it's it's the narrative to attack and as the protein industry, the agricultural industry, is prominent in almost every county of Colorado, it seems that with the backlash, old Jer Bear and the Polis crew have already started retracting some of their words. His office has made the claim that auto proclamations happen all the time, every year, and that the cattlemen and protein teams should not be so offended by this holiday. So really what he's saying is, yo, bro, I need you to be cool. I need you to smoke a joint and eat some cauliflower. It's just your family's dedication, your livelihood, your way of being out here in Colorado that I'm seeking to destroy. That's cool. No big deal. Have a doobie. <laughs> Have a doobie and some asparagus. <laughs> If you ask me, the ag community should take a hard look at what has happened to the oil and gas community across Colorado. And again, what goes great with a slice of beef but a barrel of oil? In most cases, agriculture and the oil and gas community are very intertwined. Since Polis talks out of both sides of his mouth, everyone should be very, very, very aware of what the actual agenda is here. And it seems agriculture has made the liberal hit list. But can you believe this fool? Polis, I swear, his only platform that he ran on 
to become governor was vote for me. I'm gay. <laughs> By the way, I'm part of the Colorado gang of four. <laughs> Not to mention I bought my position because of the Colorado project. <laughs> no science, just opinions. <laughs> His term is up here soon, people, and I have to ask you, Colorado, what are you planning on doing about it? Who is rising through the ranks? Who is willing to take on the Polis gang? Because, quite frankly, I like my steak, like my steak sauce, and I like my barrel of oil. So, folks, that is it for now. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Crude Audacity podcast. Pretty ridiculous topic, but that is how liberals think. If you'd like us, go ahead and leave a five-star review on Apple and YouTube and be sure to spread the word. I always appreciate your engagement. So until next time, give them hell.